Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to episode one of Beyond the Negotiation on Believe Podcast Network. I know you've been waiting. Here we are. I'm Sam Tiger, and I'm joined with my friend and co-host, Higgins Success. We will have to decide who has a better last name, but not today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get into it. Who are we? What do we do? And why are we doing this? So, Higgins, who are we? Hey, Tiger. What's going on? You know, I am doing well. I am sitting, you know, here in Florida like you are. It's hot. It's not fall. I can't smell pumpkin spice, but it's okay. It's always hot in Florida. I know. I know. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome. All right. As Tiger mentioned earlier, my name is Higgins Success. Yes, just like the word success. Okay, it is my real last name. You don't have to ID me or anything like that. Um, let's see. Well, I mean, basically, we're we're sports agents, right? We're pretty much you know, two young agents, um, basically trying to leave our mark here in the sports representation business. Okay, um, I'm in my fifth year as a certified agent with NFLPA. All right, so pretty much growing up, um, always played sports, played all different sports. Um, basically football, playing baseball, basketball. So just trying my hands at different things, right? So I come from a very small town in um, South Florida called Belglade, Florida, right? So pretty much not a lot to do, right? No movie theaters for kids, no shopping malls, no Walmart. So all of the things that you could possibly think of where you could have fun as a teenager, we don't have in Belglade, right? But what we do have is a lot of great athletes, right? A lot of great football players that have played in college football all over the country. We've also had probably 50 guys um, that have played at the NFL, all right? So this is a football town through and through. Every Friday night, you can probably catch all 12, 13,000 of the residents packed into a football stadium. So play football there, uh, played at Glade Central High School for all my four years was a state championship on the state championship team while at Glade Central, uh, was an all-state linebacker while at Glade Central, but never received a Division I scholarship, right? So all of those good things and being an okay player, right? I wasn't great. I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, I was some sort of Army All-American or anything. But I was like, let's, not, let's not be too hard on ourselves. Self-love. Come on. <laughs> Right. So after graduating high school, I decided, you know, I was going to go to the University of Florida and just be a regular college student. So my plan days were over, you know, the fans and enjoying Friday night lights with your friends. So that was it. Right. All of that was over. So I end up I get to Gainesville. Obviously, we're in Gator country every Saturday, home games, 90,000 people, Gator jumping. And, you know, it's, it's all orange and blue, Tiger. You know what it is. That's the good old days. I mean, 90,000 people. I'm like uh, 10 people. Oh, 90,000. Those were the good old days. I I, I long for them yeah. back. 
Definitely. So while I'm at Florida, you know, um, during my freshman year, just enjoying the college student life, right? Enjoying being away from home, enjoying what I considered a big city. Again, I'm coming from a small town. Gainesville is a big city. Yep. It is for you. I get it. Mm -hmm. Because again, I was staying five minutes from Oaks Mall, right? So I had a mall that I could walk to. I can frequently visit. Right. I was staying about five minutes from a movie theater mm-hmm. right off Archer Road. So, again, all of those things that I never had growing up or I had from a distance were now within reach. So mm-hmm. for me, Gainesville was perfect. Right. So the only thing that was missing was football. Right. So after my freshman year, I decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and try out for the football team. I'm going to become a walk on. All right. So at the time uh, we had Urban Meyer, Coach Meyer. And I, I decided that fall of my sophomore year, that I was going to walk on, try out for the football team, right? So I went out, there's probably 30, 40 other guys trying out for the team mm-hmm. and basically just doing different drills and the coaches, you know, making you run the 40 and doing <sighs> the L drills and the shutters. And apparently I did okay, right? So they What did me- you run? Wait, 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 pause, pause, pause. Were you a four, five type of guy I feel like uh, that's what you ran I, I'm pretty good I can eye it pretty well you were a four or five I don't know I mean I, I you don't I, know no they didn't tell us right? I'm gonna I, I will find out so next right, episode we will I'm, we will know what Higgins ran back in the day so continue I'll take your four five right I'll take the four five I'm giving right, so I'm I'll, being generous <laughs> so I joined the team and it was one of the best experiences, right? So every day you basically, you know, you're amongst 90 to 100 other guys and everyone's just all in for the same cause, right? Everyone's trying to win an SEC championship. Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to win a national title. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's buying into the program with Coach Meyer, right? Obviously, as a walk-on, I didn't play much, right? I don't even think I dressed at all my first year on the team, all right. So for me, it was a learning experience, right? I was, I was learning how to become a college athlete. So going to lift in the mornings at 6 a.m., going to classes, going to meetings, right? Doing all of those things that you don't normally see as a fan on Saturdays, right? You don't think of those guys as students. You think they just wake up and they go play on Saturdays, right? But you really put in anywhere from 40 to 50 hours around the football facility throughout the week. Mm-hmm. So while as a while, you know, being a walk-on and making friends with some of the guys on the team, you know, guys that are going to the NFL, I decided, you know what? These guys are going to need agents, right? These guys are going to need someone yes. to represent them at the next level. And here I am within, you know, feet of their locker room, right? We're, we're, we're two lockers apart or we're three lockers away. I have the best of view in the house, right? So mm-hmm. you, you start seeing other agents come in and you talk to your teammates about, you know, how they conduct their agent interviews and what they're looking for in an agent. And it just, it sparked my interest, right? So it yeah. basically said, you know what? I'm going to go change my major. I'm going to become a sports management. I'm going to major in sports management. I'm going to, you know, get my master's. I'm going to become an agent. So And that is what you did. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. So that's pretty much me. That's pretty much Higgins' success, right? The what do you do now? Like, but you also are a teacher. 
Right, I am. I'm he educates America's youth, which is something <laughs> amazing. And I, so, I really commend all teachers, anyone listening, anyone out there. It is a crazy time, and <laughs> it has been crazy for you too. I know that being your friend. Definitely. So this is my sixth year as a middle school math teacher, right? So I've taught sixth grade, taught seventh, I've taught eighth grade. I've even had a class of algebra one, right? So. I enjoy teaching. I do enjoy the day-to-day of it. Although sometimes I just want to, but it's worth it at the end. Yeah. So shall we get into me? I don't have a story like that. Like I have not run the 40. I'm sure that would be a pay-per-view type of event. But anyways, I, um, I kind of grew up everywhere in the United States. Well, not everywhere. I didn't live in all 50 States, but, uh, I grew up living in the Midwest, in South Florida, actually went to a high school in Ontario. Uh, But throughout that, I always kind of reverted back to football. Um, It was something that kind of I felt like was universal, no matter how many times my family moved. My dad was not in the military. He worked in the auto industry, but it did require us to move quite a bit. And I always, always, you know, would watch football on the weekends. It just seemed normal to me, no matter where I was at. And I really got to interact with different fan bases and kind of see the different cities and just really, I just absolutely loved it. However, I did not play football. I was a dancer, cheerleader, and I did horseback riding, competitive horseback riding in my childhood. And then when I went off to college in South Florida, I started kind of diving into the sports business world. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, something that really stands out to me in my career was when I was trying to decide where I want to go to school. You know, obviously in the United States, grades play into it, extracurriculars do everything you do, clubs, you know, X, Y, and Z plays into it. So for me, I remember my dad was like, the best advice I can give you is try to find a job that you love and make money while you're doing it. It, And to me, it was the first thing was love what you do and then the money will come. It wasn't, oh, get this job for the money. So that forever is going to stick with me. And I'm thankful that he said that. So I went to South Florida, um, pursued my sports management career. I started off working at a branch at ESPN. And then I went into doing player I guess, team operations uh, with some of the New York Six Bowls, the Orange Bowl, as well as the Peach Bowl in Atlanta. And there I really kind of learned everything. I have to say, I learned marketing. I learned team operations. I learned events. I learned the uh, math side of things. (laughs) I mean, I just really kind of was a it's hard no, for me. Like, I mean, oh, somewhere down, somewhere in there, I knew there was a mathematician in Tiger. Yeah, there is. I, I mean, I, I know I'm not into like the pie stuff <laughs> unless it's on Thanksgiving right. and I'm eating right. it. But that to me, I'm like, eh. but anyways, I really was blessed to see a lot of different aspects of the sports business world and throughout my career. Um, I, I always, as a kid wanted to be an agent. I just didn't necessarily see that path happening just because of how my life had unfolded. And, and I really did get lucky in the sense that 
I didn't decide to kind of pursue my career in the, I guess you could say big business side of sports. And I wanted to go the agent route. And in that realm, I moved back home, like a lot of people probably do at age 25. And you say, I'm not happy with my job. So what can I do? Or what am I doing? How do I have to how do I get to where I want to be? And at that point, I really kind of sat back and I had to make some changes. I had to get another degree. I had to do a lot of different things. And I, and at that point in time, while I was pursuing the degree to be able to get the NFLPA certification, I launched my agency and in marketing, because that was what I, I knew a lot of it very well from working in you know, college football for so many years. And from there, it just kind of grew. So anyways, I launched my agency. Um, You know, one thing led to another, and it just made sense for me to get certified. And here I am today. So and here we are today, um, you know, talking about this podcast. And you probably are wondering, how do y'all know each other? You you seem pretty confident. Like, we're not just two random agents doing this. We are friends. (laughs) And how did we meet? We met at the Tropical Bowl. Shout out to the Tropical Bowl. Yeah, shout out, shout out. That was that was my third. That was my third year attending the Tropical Bowl. Uh, those of you that don't know, that's the one of the All Star games um, in January, right? So that's January. Very early, yes. Very early in Daytona, right? I always, you know, it's pretty good weather. I try to get out there and catch the games and try. It to, was hot. Know, it was hot. I mean, it's South. It's it's Florida, right? So it's gonna always be hot. It's North Florida. But I, I, that, I mean, so I met Tiger. You know, I was with some other friends, some other agent friends of mine. Shout out to Seth, right? And Finesse Sports. So we we met and we instantly just clicked. You know, like I mean, she was cool. Uh, one of the very few women, I would say, at the event, right? So obviously, she's gonna stand out, right? Because you like, <laughs> yeah, you know, what I mean, like. Who's that? So we, we introduced ourselves and, you know, from that point, I mean, it just, we've been friends ever since, right? Like she said, we were actually friends, you know, not just some, you know, random agents or business partners and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked to each other. We, we, we confide in one another. We, you know, if I'm we disagree. Day, I think that's something we can say as friends that I really value in this friendship is we definitely disagree on things and, and we agree to disagree. And I think that's something that, you know, we all don't really have a concept of in these times. I think everybody, it's kind of like, oh, you're either with me or against me, you know, but we've disagreed on things and, and it's totally been fine. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, we're here, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a little bit on us. You are probably wondering at this point, why do we want to create this podcast? What does beyond the negotiation mean? What are you going to be, you know, in for if you, you know, we, we want you to listen to this podcast. But so really, I personally feel like there's really a lack of transparency in the not so much just the agency business, but the sports industry in general or sports biz agency. So or industry, excuse me, um, if it you want to be in sports marketing, you want to be in whatever you want to do. I think there's a lack of transparency in the industry that I I've done it all with the exception of selling tickets. I have not done that, but I'm ready to just be honest. And I think that's important. So, you know, 
yes, this is for me. No, it's not. And what you can expect. I don't know what you, how you feel about that. I mean, I agree. I definitely, you know, we get, obviously we get a lot of, you know, people that want to get into the industry, right. Especially as a sports agent. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I, I, I try to keep it real with them. Mm -hmm. I try to be as honest as I can be. Right. Because that's what my mentor did for me. Right. So, um, one of my mentors, a great friend of mine, Greg Lynn, right? Everyone knows him in the industry as Trip, right? One of the realest agents that you can have a conversation with. Now, you may not like what he's going to say all the time, right? You may not agree with it, but I guarantee you, you can take it to the bank, right? Correct. So I remember, you know, one of the com- first conversations I had with him when I decided I want to be an agent. And he told me, he was like, why the hell you want to do that? <laughs> and I'm like... You know, and I'm shocked. I'm, I'm shocked because he's an agent. So I'm like, wait, why wouldn't I? You know what I mean? Like, I get to be around sports. I, I get to help people. I get to, you know, make some money eventually. Eventually, it, it sounds like a good gig. Right. Oh, no. It's eventually is definitely Everybody. a big part. Right. Major <laughs> killer. So, you know, and so for me, and since I've been in the industry, as you mentioned, I, I see a lot of, myths right a lot of misunderstanding a lot of things that people just have the either the wrong idea about or just don't know all right so i think this is why you know when we sat down we said okay you know let's let's do a podcast and let's talk about being an agent or talk about the sports biz in general i think that's the purpose to to help bring that understanding Mm -hmm. to everyone and it includes it's it doesn't just mean people that want to be future agents it means few potential future clients parents parents in general players as you know somebody that you know feels like they want to switch into this they have the money the means to become an agent they're confused they don't know so we just want to keep it real and i agree my man i had the same same situation with i wouldn't say i guess you could say he was a mentor <laughs> one of uh, my good friends out of uh, good old buffalo new york shout out to buffalo i miss you and i miss the fall weather but he he was like are you sure you want to become an agent? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and he said it maybe like three or four times and he laughed. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be a great agent. And he, he's one of my uh, great friends. And, you know, it's, I feel like it's a question that I, I will probably say to someone too. Um, Cause it, I feel like it's almost like, you know, something that we say as we pass things on, but we are here to just be super transparent uh, about things that aren't, aren't, so glamorous you know it's it's not going to be an instagram real type of show where we're just talking about our success no pun intended but (laughs) but i mean we're gonna have a poll who has the better last name i I like yours though i I, i'm used i mean i like yours too i'm used to people really liking my last name but when i mention you're like sam i'm like sam tiger i'm like oh shit you know like (laughs) (laughs) all right well we'll see what the viewers have to think about it pretty much there was something that actually i kind of want to discuss a personal story and i'll keep it quick but it's really the reason why it sparked I, i know you said earlier there was a moment that sparked you i have a spark moment too and it was i was 
back when I worked for one of the bowl games, they have the players lounge, you know, where they get the snacks, you get to play video, you know, it's, it's in the ho- it's in a hotel ballroom, you know, you bring in like games and TVs and couches and all this fun. And that's where I got to set up my office. Cause I didn't have a hotel room at that hotel. So I would sleep at my apartment, drive in like, set up literally my computer, everything that day, and just make sure the teams were good. And at, you know, it, the teams are there, what, five days during a bowl game, right? Five, about five, yeah, at least. Right. Yeah, at least five, five, six days. So I would get to know some of the players because I'd be the random person sitting there with the computer and making sure, you know, there's what, 150 pizzas delivered and Chipotle and all this fun stuff. And I remember a couple of them, I got to talking and these guys were definitely going to get drafted and, and I knew who they were and and that was cool, you know, whatever. And they started talking and they said, I said, okay, so are you excited about the next step? Where are you going to train? What's going on? And they said, yeah, I'm excited, but I'm not so sure about my agents and I said what do you mean and they're like I just I don't really like them and I said what do you mean you don't really like them you're not even really signed with them yet and they said I don't really like them and I said well why he goes because I don't really I don't I didn't really feel like I could talk to them and I said okay well how many did you talk to and it was it was very few and at that point I'm like well that sucks that really sucks. This person is going to get drafted in like probably the second or third round. And they don't even feel like confident in the person that is going to be their agent and representing them. And at that point, kind of sparked to me. I'm like, I've been with this player. These to me, I call them kids for four or five days. And they're, you know, I, I learned about their person, like, you know, I'm the first person to graduate from college. I'm the first this, I'm this, I'm that. And that was awesome to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm so inspired by you guys. And at that point, that sparked me. I said, you know what? This sucks that you had such a great college career and you're projected to, it doesn't even matter if you're projected to get drafted or not, to me at least, but you don't like the person that you're going to bring on your journey with you and your family after all of the success And at that point, you know, that was when I kind of changed gears in my career because that was just such a moment for me. I'm like, that's wrong. You don't. And honestly, our players, and I think we both can agree on this. They don't like us 100% of the time because sometimes we say things that they don't like, but they have to be said. But in general, I feel like they can come to us and talk to us about things. Correct? Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. Definitely. Um, like you have to have those tough conversations, right? So mm-hmm. you know, it's like, and I don't want to say it's like being a parent, right? Because I, I'm not too far removed from, you know, most of my guys as far as age, but you, you have to sit down and have those conversations sometimes. And as long Bye. as- <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you, but I mean, come on, it's the bowl game. You shouldn't like hate your agents. I mean- That's like the honeymoon period. <laughs> you know i'm right right yeah it should be right it should be but as we know sometimes you don't make it out of the honeymoon right so 
<laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, that was my I, I just wanted to make a difference. Honestly, I really came into this just trying to change, you know, just change the vibe a little bit because I believe that players should always feel confident and happy with the person when they when they put pen to paper um, during that signing after that last game in college, because that's a historic moment. I mean, that's huge. You should always feel excited and confident with the agency that you're signing with and the agent or whoever you are, you know, multiple people might be involved, but you should definitely like them. You shouldn't dislike them. Moving on. So what is this show going to talk about? It's going to just be us talking all the time. No, it's not. I mean, kind of, but not really. We're going to have a structure. So what does the structure look like? We are going to take you with us exclusively through the agent year, which is not January to December. So Higgins, talk about the agent year. I mean, well, for like Tiger said, our agent year Right, it's, it starts on October first each year, right? So we go from October first to September thirtieth, basically. Um, one of the first things you have to do, <laughs> and I hate this, right? <laughs> you know, so by September thirtieth, right, you have to renew, right? You have to renew insurance, right? So as agents, we have to carry liability insurance. So that's one of the first things, you know, you have all agents probably have like a, a schedule or have something set to remind them, like, hey, it's time to renew. It's time to renew your insurance. It comes up very fast. Yeah, definitely. And then once you pay that, then I think a couple weeks later is the deadline for the NFL PA fees. So again, so that's the first thing, right? That starts off your year. Um, mm-hmm. You have to have both of those things completed in to order to get started. Right. So in order to you know, move into the next year with recruiting and do all of those mm-hmm. things, you have to meet those require those two requirements um, each year. And I mean, from there, it's pretty much just, you know, recruiting, you- recruiting. Right, recruiting. So right. what we're going to do is we're going to take you through recruiting. And then and this is a this is a different type of monster we're going into because, you know, I'm not going to lie, full transparency, Higgins and I, we are like, there probably won't be football and then there was football and then there wasn't football. And then, so we're, we're going to take you through everything that we go through. And I think that's what's super unique about the show is we will keep it real with you. We don't know. I mean, and that's the thing we don't know. We don't know, but we will talk about it. Um, but right now we are operating as everything is normal <laughs> because that's what we have to do. Um, so we go through recruiting and then in like the December-ish times, you know, I guess right now there still should be uh, bowl games, correct? I think so. I, I saw last week um, there's still bowl games, but this year there's no requirement, right? So you know how normally you have to win six games. So, oh, boy. Yeah, so now there's no uh, – I mean, that's good and bad, right? Because obviously there's only X number of bowl games. I think there's maybe 65 yeah but like not so everybody's every, playing so so it, so if every team's eligible everybody I mean, goes to a bowl game to, like oprah uh, no, they, they're gonna have a to bowl game for you a bowl game for you <laughs> i was i was fortunate enough to play in two uh bowl games during my time at florida and i tell you what bowl week is probably one of the best weeks 
in your life as a child. And I was walking. someone who was so lucky to spend seven months of my life planning for seven days. And I can guarantee you, <laughs> we don't sleep. And I'm so glad that you enjoyed that because, you know, <laughs> your your unlimited meat at I'm Fogo not- de Chao that took three months of planning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I definitely enjoyed my time at every bowl experience, right? So I think my first one was the Outback Bowl mm-hmm. in Tampa. So we was there for a week, like you said, just pretty Fun. much handed these to the city, right? And then the next year, uh, we were in the Gator mm-hmm. Bowl in Jackson. I was there last so, year. You know, I mean, awesome, right? Awesome, awesome bowl game. Shout out to all the sponsors. For Shout the out to the games bowl games, and, yeah. You know, just, I mean, all the people that work yeah, in the bowl games, sure. if you are listening, I have nothing but respect for you because that was me, and it made me who I was, but I couldn't stay there forever, but I have nothing yeah. but respect for you. So anyways, we got off track like I assumed we would. Um, so yeah, we get through the bowl games, and then after that, the players sign they can sign their sra sra means standard representation agreement that is the pen to paper saying player signs with agent and after that it's like here we go the wave starts and uh you go through if they're in an all-star game training pro days the draft we're gonna take you through everything combine i miss the i miss the infamous combine oh my god but we're going to take you through all of that. And we're just going to be super honest and transparent with what is going on. What do we do? What's happening? And, you know, any changes that happen, we're going to talk about it. We're going to, you know, work through it together as uh, friends do. And I think that is what's going to make this podcast super unique. And I, I'm really excited for it. We also are going to have some special guests because it's not just us. <laughs> it is. It takes a village to be an agent. Am I correct? I, I agree. I, I, I it takes a whole village. And we are going to bring on some of those guests that include trainers, our nutritionist, our some of my former players that can speak about their situations, um, financial advisors. There are a lot of people that come into play. I mean, it's, it's, it's a big team, right? Right. It's definitely the endless um, list of people that we, we depend on and we count on and, you know, we build relationships with, right? So it's definitely, uh, that's probably one of the uh, biggest things I've, gotten from this business in the last five years it's definitely about building those relationships so we're definitely excited to bring on those guests and have them share their experience and their profession and their business uh, with everyone as well yeah we couldn't do our jobs without them and that's literally i 100 percent there are so many people that I can sit here and think, and I'm not going to do that because I did not just win a Grammy. But <laughs> if I had to, I could rattle it off. But oh. I'll just I'll just bring them on so they can talk about their expertise because they're pretty awesome. So <laughs> leaving it at that. But anyways, we also are going to at the end of each show kind of talk about. This because we're dropping on every Friday. So we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to in the weekend. So this weekend, the Big Ten is back. You know, I'm an SEC guy, but 
I mean, I'm, I'm excited. More football is better for me. So, you know, I'm an SEC guy, right, through and through. But I'm definitely excited about Big Ten being back. Um, I know I have a couple of matchups that, you know, I have on my radar. So I want to make sure, yeah. you know, I'm definitely in front of the TV or I have it recorded. Right. Yeah, record is huge for me because I don't know how a lot of these people do it where they have like five things at once. I can't do that. <laughs> I have to be like, it's so funny and it's actually embarrassing. If you follow me on Instagram or Snapchat, you'll definitely know what I'm talking about. I have like 24 hours worth of me sitting in the same spot watching the TV the whole time. I was like, oh, I'm watching, you know, the UCF game. Now I'm watching the UNC Florida State game. Mm. Florida State looked pretty good. <laughs> no comment. But, you know, and then and then I switched over the next day. I'm in the same spot, NFL. So, you know, it's a, it's a hard life we live. But I promise I do move. For everyone concerned, I do move. I ride my Peloton bike. <laughs> I am not. He can vouch for that. I can vouch for that, right? I can definitely vouch for that, right? She She's definitely on there consistently as i'm a, not a blob that just sits in the I, same I, spot i, I can, vouch, <laughs> I, can vouch, I know i was like they probably are like this is like really bad like you need to start walking like what's wrong with her but anyways that is what you can expect from us and we're excited i'm excited uh to continue to watch you know it's exciting to see players develop it's exciting to you know while you're recruiting watch the player that you're looking at and you know getting into you know getting closer to december november december or you know we're already pretty much in november so it's exciting it's a cool time and we're super excited to bring you on with us so be sure to subscribe and catch us every friday morning on your favorite podcast platform also shout out to my boy damon on draft diamonds appreciate it love you brother and as always help me help you show me the money Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.